witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. Uh, we are fully armed and operational in this battle station we call Say What You Will Radio Studios. My name is John Smith. This is the John Smith Show. If you want to be a call on the show tonight, uh, the number is 602-475-2000. We also have our live chat available if you prefer live chat, but it's ready to go. So some exciting uh, news about the show. First of all, uh, we are going to be simulcast Monday through Friday on Good Talk Radio. So if you haven't noticed, it's Sunday night, so you're thinking to yourself, why the heck is the John Smith Show on Sunday night? Well, we're going to be doing live shows on YouTube channel here at Say What You Will Radio Sunday through Thursday so that we can send the recording then over to our friends at Good Talk Radio. So they'll have a show to play Monday through Friday. See how that works? It'll be 9 a.m. Pacific time on goodtalkradio.com. We're pretty excited uh, to be working with Rob over there. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Small step, but uh, it could be huge. So I want to thank Ranger Rob uh, personally for getting us on Good Talk Radio. Uh, We're going to be talking about some of our sponsors throughout the show. Uh, Fast Concepts LLC. If you need your CCW and you live here in Arizona or you just want to take a tactical shooting class, I highly recommend talking to Pete over at FastConceptsLLC.com. You can even uh, sign up for some of his classes right there on his website. We'll be talking about Gray Feather Farm a little bit later in the show. Uh, but uh, this half hour is being brought to you by Ranger Rob, Poopy Bags, and I'm going to let uh, him tell you all about them, and then we'll get started with the show. Hello, friends. This is Ranger Rob, and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, this is the John Smith Show on Say What You Will Radio. You might be listening to Good Talk Radio as well. I want to say hello to all of you Good Talk Radio listeners. We're excited to be on the station. And uh, this is actually our first full week of programming. So pretty exciting stuff. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at RealJohnSmithAZ. And if you're a parlor fan, check me out at RealJohnSmith. No AZ on that one. Hey, if you want to be a caller on tonight's show, 602-475-2000, or you can use the live chat as well. Uh, This show is all about, uh, you know, what's going on in the world, the politics, the news stories, the insanity. 
Uh, we kind of just talk about it. We break it down and uh, try to make it, you know, a little easier to understand. And we talk about stuff that you may not necessarily hear if you're tuning in to the mainstream media all the time because they're not going to cover a lot of these stories. But uh, let's get into the news. Let's talk about it. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on. And I kind of got two different angles going too on the uh so this is a shot right now i just kind of want to go over this real quick before we get into the news but this is the shot of the full studio uh here at the say what you will radio uh studio and you notice to my right is an empty chair with a microphone and so what we hope is we hope that we're going to be able to get some uh people to come in we want guests on the show. We want to talk about politics. And I don't care if you're on the left, on the right, or in the center, or you just don't vote. Maybe you're just apolitical and you don't care. I'd love to hear your story. So uh, if you do live in the uh, the Mesa area or the greater Phoenix area and you want to be on the show, uh, you can reach out to me through probably Facebook Messenger would be the easiest way to reach out to me, or you can call the 602-475-2000 number as well. Um, outside of the show, you may or may not get me, but you can always leave a voicemail message. I will definitely call you back. So uh, we are also looking for uh, someone that maybe wants to do on-the-street type of reporting but doesn't have a venue to talk about it. Well, we, we would love for you to be part of the John Smith show. That would be awesome. So if you want to go out on the street and you want to interview people about politics and about current events, and then you want to come on the show and share what you learned, you can share the audio, the video, whatever you want to do. Uh, we can do that as well. So uh, I can't, I can't pay you. I'm just going to be up 100% honest, but I don't get paid to do this show until we start to grow. So uh, if that's something that you want to be part of, it's a, maybe a passion of yours let me know either uh, Facebook messenger or call me 602-475-2000. All right. Anyway, uh, let's get back into the news. We got a lot uh, going on over the weekend. One of the things it's a local story and I want to talk about this because it is local and uh, it's, it's kind of sad, but uh, you'll, you'll understand why I want to talk about it. So there were four kids among seven people that were shot in a drive-by shooting right here in Mesa, Arizona. Now I live in Mesa, so it's I live in East Mesa, the eastern side of Mesa, uh, but this shooting was not that far away from uh, my neighborhood. Uh, the incident occurred at 9:30 p.m. local time in a parking lot where a crowd was gathered. Police said a vehicle drove by and opened fire on families visiting food vendors. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, well, there are two reasons, actually. Uh, my wife and I, we used to be a food vendor. We used to own a food truck here in the Phoenix, uh, the greater Phoenix area. And both my uh, son and daughter worked on the truck with us uh, to help us. And so this kind of hits home, not just because it's in Mesa, in my hometown, but it's part of that world that I used to belong to. And uh, I also want to mention it because on Friday night, uh, my son and I, we do another uh, separate podcast. It's called uh, the Pops and Low Radio Show, and it's on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com uh, as well. 
But uh, Friday night, we actually did our first um, on-location event. We actually uh, packed up the studio, and we took it down to Queen Creek. And guess where we were? We were at a food truck event. Now, we were invited to all three of these events. There was one in Queen Creek, one in Gilbert, Arizona, and one in Mesa. We can go to any one of them. I know uh, I because I was in the business, I know uh, the uh, the outfit that puts them on. Uh, but we decided to go to Queen Creek uh, because, one, it's a little closer. Two, they're not masked Nazis down there. And uh, three, it's the biggest of all the events in Arizona as far as food trucks uh, are concerned, you know, on a regular event. Uh, they got about, they had about 25 food trucks down there and we just wanted to be part of it, which was, it actually was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a really good time, but, uh, so this incident occurred at another one in Mesa, another food truck event. And, uh, the victims included three adults, four kids, ages one, six, nine, and 16. And, uh, uh, the children were from multiple families. The one-year-old was hospitalized in extremely critical condition, uh, while the other victims had non-life-threatening injuries that ranged minor to severe. Pretty devastating, uh, the chief of police said. His name is Cost, last name C-O-S-T. Uh, the shooting occurred after occupants of a white SUV stopped in the middle of the road and opened fire towards the food area where several families were eating. Now, if that would have happened, God forbid it to QC, there were hundreds of people down there. Uh, one of the food, now this is key. One of the food vendors returned fire at the vehicle, and it's not known at this time if the truck was hit, the SUV, if it was struck. Uh, so we'll get back to that in a second. No suspects have been located or detained, police said. Investigators have not found any link between the perpetrators and the victims. Uh, they are also working to determine if an incident in the same parking lot uh, several hours earlier that day during which a food vendor intervened while a man was allegedly assaulting a woman is connected to the shooting, the chief said. Uh, this type of senseless evil violence will not be tolerated in our city or anywhere else, Cost said, urging people to come forward with any uh, information, officers and investigators were processing the scene on Saturday and speaking to witnesses. Um, they said that some of the tents and things were still set up in the parking lot. Uh, we're in the early stages of trying to find out who, who did this and what motive there might have been for the incident. Now, the reason, uh, another reason I want to talk about this, one, it's in Mesa. Two, it's a food truck event, which I was part of for, for several years. So it hits home. But one of the key pieces of the information is that one of the food vendors returned fire at the vehicle. Now, it doesn't elaborate on that, but it's almost safe to assume that when that food vendor returned fire, it stopped the madness, right? Seven people had been shot, four of them were kids, the food vendor heard what was going on. He was clearly uh, uh, concealing or carrying a gun. He, referred, he, he returned fire, and uh, we don't know, but it sounds to me like that's what ended the siege. Now, why is this important? Well, it's important in a lot of ways, but listen. Our Second Amendment 
rights are under siege as well. We've got Mark Kelly, who's running uh, for the United States Senate. He's extremely left-wing. He's extremely anti-gun. If he takes guns away, it's not going to take, he's not going to take the gun away from the guy that stopped to shoot because that guy's obviously a nut. He's a criminal. You think he's going to care whether guns are are legal or not? No, he's going to get the biggest, baddest gun that he can get his hands on. He doesn't care about the law. He's going to pull up his SUV and he's going to open fire because that's what bad guys do. But what Mark Kelly wants to do is he wants to take the gun away from the food truck vendor who put an end to the nonsense. That's what's at stake. The Second Amendment is at stake. We cannot, if you live in Arizona, and I know you got to hold your nose when you go to vote for the other lady. I get it. But if you're actually considering... If you don't like her, Martha McSally, if you don't like her, a lot of people don't. She's very dry. Uh, she's not a politician. And so I get it. She's not real. She's not a real likable person. But I've said it before on this show. Listen, if you're going to trade in a really lousy cheeseburger because you don't like it, don't trade it in for a crap sandwich. And that's what you're doing. If you go Mark Kelly, you're going crap sandwich. It's so much worse. We've got to protect our Second Amendment. It's very, very likely. And ABC, ABC News, is, this uh, story is from ABC News. They're not going to talk about a, uh, a concealed carry guy putting an end to this. They're not going to mention that because they don't want to admit it. But I have a very strong suspicion, and I'm going to actually try to contact some of my uh, Mesa PD contacts and see if I can find out if that's indeed what happened. If that CCW guy, the food truck dude, put an end to it by returning fire. And God bless him for doing that. But they want to take your guns away. Don't think for a minute that Joe Biden... And and Kamala Harris. Oh, by the way, if you say Kamala's name wrong, now apparently you're a racist if you mispronounce her name. Is that not the stupidest thing? But Biden and Kamala and Mark Kelly and crazy Nancy Pelosi, they all want to take your guns away from you. And if they do... Things like this situation are going to get out of control because that guy in the SUV, again, he doesn't care, except now he's got no one returning fire. Now maybe he can get out of his vehicle and walk onto the premises and just start killing people instead of being shot at. So be careful, people. Be smart. Protect the Second Amendment. And if you haven't already... Listen, if you're thinking about it, if you're even thinking about uh, protecting your family with a firearm, don't just go out and buy a gun and think you know what you're doing. I don't care if you've fired guns before. I don't care if you don't own one and you haven't been trained on it. 
Don't just go out and buy a gun. Talk to Pete over at fastconceptsllc.com. Get yourself your CCW, get trained on it, know when you can and cannot pull your weapon or should or shouldn't pull your weapon. Know what other options there are before pulling your weapon, but get trained on that weapon, get your CCW permit, know what you're doing, and then start thinking about what type of gun you want to get, whether it's a revolver, a semi-automatic, make that decision, but learn about the guns first. And Pete can help you do that. He's got connections. Not not only is he an amazing instructor, but he has connections uh, to gun shop owners in Tucson, on the west side of the valley, all over the place. Be smart, people. Become fully armed and operational, just like we are here at the John Smith Show. All right. Let's go to the next uh, the next one. Uh, so this is from the USA Today. And the, uh, the headline reads, A tabloid got a trove of data on Hunter Biden from Rudy Giuliani. Uh, now the FBI is probing a possible disinformation campaign. Now notice how they refer to the New York Post as a tabloid. Because it's conservative. Because it's not a left, left-wing uh, rag. Uh, the uppities over at USA Today, oh, well, they absolutely, they call it a tabloid, you see. They've got a trove of data over there. And now they're saying the FBI is probing a possible disinformation campaign. Now, this is the same FBI. Uh, let's not fool ourselves. This is the same FBI that held on to Hunter's uh, computer the entire time while President Trump was being impeached. They never mentioned that they had it. They're also the same FBI that told the computer owner to be quiet and shut his mouth about the computer. But now guess what? The jig's up, right? The jig is up. So when the New York Post published the alleged contents of a computer hard drive uh, purporting to document the Ukrainian and Chinese business activities of Hunter Biden, the newspaper cast the information as a smoking gun. Enter the FBI. Less than uh, three weeks before one of the most contentious presidential campaigns in history, federal authorities are investigating whether the material supplied to the Post by Rudy Giuliani President Donald Trump's personal lawyer is part of a smoke bomb of disinformation published by Russia. The inquiry, according to a person familiar with the matter, is at least in part aimed at determining whether Russia has set its sights on a familiar target, Biden's father, Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. The person is not authorized to comment on the matter publicly and is asked to be named in order not to be named in order to speak candidly. Isn't that so funny? All of these sources, and I talked about this uh, on our last show, all of these sources that these uppity left-wing newspapers have, none of them ever ever come out. Nobody ever knows who these sources are so that they, in this case, can speak candidly. The FBI has declined to comment, refusing to either confirm or deny the existence of an investigation. Now, wait a minute. So they haven't confirmed or denied the existence of an investigation. 
But the article, the headline reads, now the FBI is probing a possible disinformation campaign. Now that gives you a completely different feel to what's going on. Now the FBI is saying, well, you know, uh, we can't uh, confirm or deny uh, the existence of an investigation. So you got to actually read into the article to determine whether there's really a, uh, an investigation or not. And apparently, well, we can't confirm or deny it. Uh, the gauzy details of the newspaper's account trace the hard drive to a computer. I'm not going to revisit the whole story. We know what the story is. But you see this, dis, the disinformation campaign that's going on is these left-wing uppity newspapers. Like the Amazon Times, also the, the Washington Post. And the USA Today now. They're doing everything they can to twist this story. They're actually committing a disinformation campaign by saying that the, uh, the New York Post was a disinformation campaign. This is the tactic of the left. They accuse the right of exactly what they're doing, right? It was Trump who was investigated and impeached for Russian collusion, but now we find out that the people that were actually colluding with Russia, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden and Barack Obama. So they did it, but they say that Trump did it. The USA Today is saying that it's a misinformation campaign by the Post, but it's actually them that's spreading the disinformation. You see? You see how this works? Man, they're sneaky and they get away with it because the people that read this trash in the USA Today... They don't bother to look up facts. They don't bother to dig in any deeper. They just believe what the USA Today is saying is all fact, when indeed it's a disinformation campaign. Now let's talk a little bit. I didn't really talk about uh, the the town halls. Remember the dueling town halls that went on last week? I didn't really have a chance to talk about them. Uh, But Savannah Guthrie, she is a total hack. I mean, if you don't see the difference, if you don't see how left the media is, this dueling town hall ought to be proof. Because on one hand, you had Biden over on ABC. He was getting lobbed softball after softball. They didn't even ask him about the Hunter Biden situation. That was the breaking news of that time. That's what everybody was hearing about. That's what uh, that's the story that Twitter was trying to bury and Facebook was trying to bury and uh, YouTube was trying to bury. Everybody was trying to bury the story. Even Wikipedia, they wouldn't allow uh, that information to be added to, to their piece of garbage website. And then Savannah Guthrie, she comes out and she actually ask this is a town hall a town hall is designed for the people that are there to ask uh, the candidate questions the the people in the town hall asked 10 
questions in an hour. Savannah Guthrie asked 43 questions. So it became the Savannah Guthrie show. It was nothing about the people there. And then they had a woman that was uh, parked right behind Trump. She was a black woman. And I don't know if they assumed there's articles saying that uh, they, that NBC assumed because she was black, that she was a liberal. Meanwhile, it turned out that she was a black conservative and she just shook her head the whole time in agreement with Trump. Anytime Trump would say something, she just shook her head in agreements in agreements. <laughs> and that's pretty funny. That was a total uh, backfire by the staff over there at NBC uh, but yeah, Savannah Guthrie, I mean, she's a hack. Her husband, I believe it was her husband that worked for Al Gore, you know, uh, the inconvenient truth by Al Gore, you know, the guy that the world is ending. The uh, sea levels are rising at such a rapid rate, but yet he owns property right on the, uh, right on the, uh, the beach there. Isn't that funny how that always works? And he's worried about everybody else's, uh, carbon footprint. Meanwhile, he lives in a 12,000 foot, uh, square foot home by himself. And God only knows who else is in there, but what's going on. But, you know, do two people, which is one person, two people, you know, in the liberal world, do they, do they need 12,000 square feet? Does Al Gore need that? I'm sure his AC bill is about five times mine. I'm sure it is, but you know, liberals, yeah, do as I say, not as I do. Uh, This is a story that was written at the day after the town halls last night during NBC's town hall with president Trump where uh, where voters are supposed to get the opportunity to ask questions. Media reporter Joe Concha reveals that host Savannah Guthrie asked Trump over four times more questions than she allowed the voters to ask. Shocker. Uh, Concha said he counted 43 questions by Guthrie, whereas the voters only got to ask 10. And Concha said this uh, doesn't include all the statements she kept making through the town hall. Man, she even tried, she berated Trump over the whole uh, white supremacy thing. He was like, you've got to be kidding me. You're, you're wasting America's time. He has said over and over, I think 25 times publicly, that he that he absolutely disavows white supremacy. But she had to bring it up again because that's what left-wingers do. They just won't be honest about it. NBC employees and uh, 100 celebrities uh, was evident, uh, evidently the pressure that Ben Smith was talking about yesterday when he said there's enormous pressure on NBC now uh, to make this thing a nightmare for Trump. So that's why uh, Guthrie went out and she did what she did. She was following the marching orders of the left. Uh, Ari Fleischer said, I just switched to NBC since ABC is on a commercial. He was watching the Biden uh, town hall. So he switched over to the Trump one. Savannah Guthrie has interrupted Trump in these 60 seconds more than Stephanopoulos has done to Biden in 40 minutes. NBC is an interrogation. ABC is a picnic. And that's exactly what it was. It was a total farce, a total farce.
Uh, moving on, let's talk about this. This is a great story. Uh, there's a 12-year-old boy. He dares to speak up for President Trump in class. And then the teacher, oh, these wonderful uh, underpaid educators, right? We hear it all the time. Oh, these teachers, they're just such good people. Where, what would our kids be doing if it wasn't for these wonderful teachers? Uh, well, the kid spoke up uh, for President Trump in class. The teacher then asked the student why he supports, quote, a racist and a pedophile. That's what the teacher said to a 12-year-old kid in class talking about the president of the United States asked a student why he supports a racist and a pedophile. Can you believe that? I believe it. Of course I believe it. Uh, Some teachers, the article says, have a lot of learning to do. Take, for example, a woman who is teaching a seventh grade class uh, for O'Malley or O'Malley Innovation Middle School in Gloucester, Massachusetts. The subject was uh, the debate between President Donald Trump and Democratic presidential uh, nominee Joe Biden and 12-year-old Jackson Cody said he became a fast target not only of other students but also of the teacher. Uh, You see, Jackson supports Trump. I just feel like our country wasn't in a great place, he told WBZ-TV. I just wanted to learn more about Donald Trump because it seemed like he was making our country rise again and become a, a better America again. But supporting Trump isn't always the safest path to take. Then the seventh grader said the fateful moment happened. The teacher asked, quote, who supports Donald Trump? Jackson recalled uh, to WHDH-TV, and I was the only one to raise my hand. He noted uh, to WBZ that a few kids were going to raise their hands, uh, but they had heard the teacher say to me, oh, Mr. Jackson, I thought I liked you. Wow. Well, it gets worse, naturally. Uh, Quote, then uh, she asked why I support a racist and a pedophile. He noted to WHDH. Jackson added to the station that uh, she also said, I am ashamed of any woman who voted for Donald Trump. And I told her my mom and one of my grandmothers voted for Donald Trump. Other kids in the class smelled blood, and apparently his teacher did too. I was set up, or I was just upset because other kids in the class were ganging up on me. And that's what the left does. They love to do that, uh, laughing at me. And she was laughing and wouldn't say anything to them. Jackson noted, you see this? You see what's going on in the public schools, folks? Do you see how the teachers feel that they can push their ideology instead of teaching? But, but they will attack the Supreme Court justice, right? They're going to go after Barrett because they don't want her using her ideology in the Supreme Court. You see, it's once again, it's another example of gaslighting. The left does something and then accuses the right of doing that very same thing. This is something that, man, you've got to really pay attention to. If you're watching the news or you're paying attention to politics, you've got to understand that the left gaslights the right all the time. It happens 
all the time. So this teacher, she's using her own ideology instead of just teaching facts, right? Instead of just, I don't know, maybe taking a yardstick and pointing to a map and saying, this is Arizona, Phoenix is the capital. They want to push an agenda. They want to have a conversation with 12-year-olds and then the 12-year-old that supports Trump, they want to just attack. I can't believe I'm embarrassed of any woman that would vote for Trump. But see, what they don't tell you and that the, the mainstream media continues to hide is there's a woman out there who is actually suing Biden for sexual harassment. She's going after him. But of course, that woman, well, she's just a hoe, right? She's just kind of a sleaze ball. But the women that come out and they claim that Trump sexually harassed them, you know, like that stripper, she comes out and she accuses Trump. Everybody believes her. But then your average woman, working woman, who worked with Biden, she comes out and she says, no, Biden's a creep. Well, you're just a floozy. It's unbelievable. These teachers are coming out of these left-wing universities. They're coming out as little Marxists, and then they're going in and they're teaching that same Marxism that they adopted in the four years at ASU, for example. And now they're taking that same Marxism and they're taking it into the classroom with them and projecting it onto your kids. This is number one, my recommendation, number one for Americans today is get armed and get trained. Number two, if you've got kids in the public schools, get them the hell out of there. Go find yourself a good private school. Get them out of public school because they are being trained to be little brown shirt Marxists. Once Jackson's family found out uh, what went down in his class, they fought back. They contacted a First Amendment attorney and asked the school uh, for an apology, WBZ said, and got one. Jackson told WHDH that the teacher later apologized. See, that's all he got to do. That's all the left has to do. Just apologize. I misspoke. I was out of line. I'm sorry for pushing my left-wing Marxist agenda on little, uh, little Billy. But see, the problem is, and here's the truth of it, is she'll do it again. This isn't the last time that she's going to do this. She'll do it again. Uh, later, the teacher apologized to him in front of the entire class and said, uh, and he said that helped. We tell them to stand up for yourself and don't be afraid to speak your opinion, Jackson's father, Jay Cody, told WBZ. Their opinions are theirs. They're not our opinions. They're very well-read children. They like to educate themselves on their own topics. Unfortunately, they do disagree with us uh, very often. Uh, Gloucester Public School Superintendent Ben Loomis told WHDA, he was disappointed after 
uh, first hearing about the incident. We always want our students and staff to feel safe and that their point of view is understood and respected, he told the station in a statement. Every day in our schools, we strive for tolerance, understanding, different perspectives, and being civil. No, you don't. You don't, you buffoon. You hire these little leftists. These people have to interview. You hire these little leftists and you push your little leftists uh, and your little leftist mark uh, uh, ideology. And just by saying we strive for tolerance and understanding tells me exactly where you stand. Because the left, you always claim to be the tolerant side. Yet you are the ones who are engineering cancel culture like it's going out of business. You want people destroyed, just like Kirstie Alley. They want her destroyed because she came out on Twitter and said that she was going to vote for Donald Trump. How dare someone from Hollywood support Donald Trump? And have you seen uh, what Ice Cube has been going through? My God, they won't leave the man alone. He just wants to help. He just wants to help the black community, and he'll work with whoever's in office. But, man, they're going after him, too. If anybody in Hollywood or anybody in the music industry or whoever comes out for Donald Trump, they get lambasted. It's not right. It's not right. Uh, More significant, perhaps, in the news, Loomis broke uh, that his staff will undergo training next week on how to address controversial topics with their students. First of all, this idiot teacher is the one who brought it up. And she should be mature enough. It's not hard. You don't need training. You don't need training to not call out a student and refer to the president as a racist and a pedophile. That doesn't, you don't need to be trained. You need to be fired. Because you've already gone through four years of training at the university that you, where you got your education degree. You, your mind has already been trained to be a left-wing Marxist. Well, that's obviously good news for Jackson and his family. Certain topics, politics, religion, even sports nowadays can sometimes be discussed and can be uh, very much make kids feel uncomfortable, Jay Cody told WHDH. You would hope teachers could recognize that and take advantage of, uh, of it the opposite way. He also, he also told the station that if teachers do discuss controversial topics, they should stand in the middle and hear from both sides. Dude, it's that simple. That's it. Don't let your ideology drive your education, just like the left doesn't want uh, Barrett's ideology to drive her decisions on the Supreme Court. Now, Barrett, she I guarantee you, her decisions will be based on the Constitution not her ideology. This teacher will never change. I guarantee you this is not the last time you'll hear this clown in the news. Hopefully the next time she gets sent packing. Uh, In the end, Jackson told WHDH, everyone has the right to their own opinion and everyone should respect that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, that doesn't happen. If uh, you're a, a, a conservative in a public setting, the cancel, cancel culture will come after you. 
they will try to destroy you just like uh, Rayleigh Klein over there at uh, ASU and the Cronkite uh, School of Journalism. Uh, who is actually suing ASU, by the way? It was officially announced. I think it was last week on her Twitter account. Uh, she's got her lawyers, and they're very good lawyers, and they're going after ASU, and good for her. And she said now it's up to uh, God and the courts. And I'm sure when she mentioned God on her Twitter account, all those little leftists over there probably had a heart attack. Oh, my God, how dare she mention God? Good thing we've got written... Good thing we got rid of her. I'm sure they're saying. And that's exactly the point. That's exactly what can cancel culture is, sadly enough. Well, listen, I want to talk about one of my sponsors, one of my favorite sponsors by far, and that's our friends over at Gray Feather Farm. I actually have a tube right here in front of me of the Gray Feather Farm lip balm. This is the fresh mint. Let's see. Yeah, well, that's kind of hard to see. My camera's a bit far away. Uh, but the Fresh Mint Gray Feather Farm Lip Balm. What's wonderful about this lip balm is it's all natural ingredients. There's none of that man-made junk in the Gray Feather Farm products. They're all natural, uh, including the Emily's, which I have right here. That's for sore muscles and uh, joint pain. Fabulous stuff. I put that on my back and my shoulders every night before I go to bed. And let me tell you, I sleep like a baby. No more pain in the shoulders waking me up in the middle of the night. And I don't wake up in the morning feeling like an 80-year-old man. I feel like a 49-year-old man like I should. Maybe even younger. But this lip balm, I'm actually going to put it on now because I normally put it on right after my show. But I have it in my hand, so why not, right? Now, in the description of this video, underneath the video... You're going to see a link. If you want free shipping on Gray Feather Farm products, click that link. You will automatically get free shipping. And if your order is, depending on the size of the order, uh, my friend Jen over at Gray Feather Farm, she just might throw in, you know, maybe a freebie or something. So click the link under this video. And if you're listening to the podcast, it's in the description as well. Or you can go to saywhatyouwillradio.com. And uh, go to our sponsors and click that link there. Either way, you're going to get free shipping. And gentlemen, let me tell you this. Not only will you love Crack Attack and, and Emily's and the Lip Balm and other products that they offer, but I'm going to tell you this. Christmas is right around the corner. These products make amazing stocking stuffers. And uh, your wife is going to love you for surprising her because she doesn't think you think this way, but you're watching the show and I'm telling you some brownie points, order some of this stuff, hide it. And then on Christmas morning, stuff it in the stocking. She's going to be extremely proud of you. So, you know, you got to get those points when you get the chance. Uh, so click the link. You can also find them on Etsy. You can get more information on, of course, Facebook and Instagram. All right, let's get back to the show. Have you heard about this story? You know the boss, Bruce Springsteen, that clown, the boss. Well, apparently, 
he said that uh, if Donald Trump wins, that he's going to flee to Australia. Three things, Bruce. One, nobody cares. Two, Donald Trump is going to win. He's going to win. And three, how do you know Australia even wants your sorry butt over in their country? That's quite an assumption. I love Australia. Springsteen gushed to the Australian press. Every time we have nothing but good times down there, it's always a street, uh, a treat to come. Love the people. Love the geography. Great place for motorcycle trips. It's close to our hearts. Well, you ought to write a song about that, Bruce. Write some crappy song that nobody wants to listen to including myself. Well, then he went on uh, to make his prediction about the 2020 vote outcome, and this will just show you how intelligent the boss is. He says, quote, if Trump is reelected, which he will not be. So wait a minute. If Trump is elected, which he will not be. Why, why are you even, if he's not going to be elected, then why, why even throw the if out there? If means there's a possibility. He then follows it with a very strict statement saying, well, he won't be. So let me start over from the beginning from this idiot. If Trump is reelected, which he will not be, I'm predicting right now he's going to lose. Oh, this guy's, he's a genius, isn't he? If by some happenstance he should be elected, Bruce, you're all over the place, man. He says, I'll see you on the next plane. Bruce, don't let the door hit you or the good Lord split you. You can leave now. Leave now. Nobody's going to care. Go over to Australia and live in your, you know, little happy utopia down under. Springsteen has never shied away from entering the political domain while offering free character assessments of Donald Trump. As Breitbart News reported on Tuesday, he joined fiction author Don Winslow to push the Atlantic's discredited report. Trump called American servicemen losers and suckers. Yeah, see, that's been discredited. The whole thing was fake. The whole thing is phony. It's probably something that Obama said, to be honest with you. I wouldn't put it past Obama saying that. Clearly, Trump didn't say it. But the mysterious sources are out there. Oh, you know those sources that no one can prove anything. Those sources are out there. The tired allegation is repeated in the new anti-Trump ad focusing on flipping Pennsylvania for Joe Biden. Oh, is that right? How about that? The video titled America Needs Pennsylvania. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Spotlights the impact that the president's trade war with China has had on farmers and steelworkers, as well as the toll on the coronavirus has taken on the state. Well, let me tell you something there, Brucey boy. Uh, You remember fracking? Fracking is extremely popular And hundreds of thousands of people in Pennsylvania rely on fracking for their job. Also, they also rely on coal in Pennsylvania, coal miners. Both 
of those Biden wants to do away with. And again, you see the gaslighting, how the gaslighting from the left, they want to destroy jobs in Pennsylvania, both in fracking and coal. But then they want to turn around and say that it's Trump who wants to hurt Pennsylvania workers. They are so full of it. And the reason they're so good at this is because they've got Hollywood writers. They're obviously not doing anything as far as movies are concerned. I can't tell you the last time I've been to a movie. Well, the virus had a big impact on that, right? So they're not out there writing movies. So what are they doing? They're writing scripts for leftists and Democrats so that they can go out and they can turn the whole thing around on Trump. Trump is doing everything. And if you're in Pennsylvania, you know damn well that both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden both said that they were going to end fracking. They both said it. They both. The Democrats have been against coal forever. So don't, don't for a minute think that it's Trump that's trying to hurt the workers in Pennsylvania. That's a bunch of baloney. He is big-time fracking. He is big-time coal. He's going to do everything that he can to protect the workers, including a nice big fat tax uh, break bigger than his first one. He's coming in with a second one and I can't wait. Uh, last month, Springsteen said he found the last uh, few years under Trump to be very disturbing time. And that overall, as somebody uh, who was a born populist, I've got a little less faith in my neighbors than I had four years ago. White supremacy, oh, here we go. Here's the critical race theory spewing out of the boss's word hole. Uh, white supremacy and white privilege have gone much deeper than I thought they did, the rocker said on the subject of the Marxist political organization Black Lives Matter, which he claimed shone a light on America and racism. What a buffoon. Yeah, what a buffoon. Now, not only was the boss being stupid, but another rocker out there who I really enjoyed. I went to see uh, Stevie Nicks a few years back, and she put on a great show. But that doesn't mean she's not, when it comes to politics, a complete buffoon. Stevie Nicks claims if she hadn't had an abortion the world would have seen or would have been deprived of Fleetwood Mac's greatness. What? I think she's a witch too, like a Wiccan, right? Wicca, Wicca, Wiccan. Stevie Nicks literally claimed, came out and said that had she not had an abortion, had she not murdered her own child, the world would have been deprived of Fleetwood Mac's greatness. Wow. Singer-songwriter Stevie Nicks says that if she didn't terminate her pregnancy in 1979, the world may not have known the greatness of Fleetwood Mac. You know what? Who cares? To be honest with you, 
Who cares? Because if Fleetwood Mac would have never come out, we wouldn't know any better. We would just as soon listen to Tom Petty or some other rocker of that genre, that era. Right? There's plenty of other music. There's sweet cakes. Nobody cares. And to say that it's okay to kill your child because of Fleetwood Mac's greatness. I mean, that's, that's twisted. In a recent uh, interview with the guardian, Nick 72 said that her generation's flight or fight was abortion rights. Nick's uh, who uh, was dating the Eagles, Don Henley said she, uh, she got pregnant with the couple's child, but she opted to terminate the pregnancy because there was no way she could have had a child then. Well, then you shouldn't have been, you know, bumping nasties with Don Henley. You jerk. Who knows what an amazing, talented artist your child would have been, you idiot. Maybe your child's music would have been 10 times better than the crap you put out. You ever think about that? You selfish, nasty, old woman. If I had not had that abortion, I'm pretty sure there would have been no Fleetwood Mac, she admitted. There's just no way that I could have had a a child then working as hard as we worked constantly. And then there were a lot of drugs. I was doing a lot of drugs. (laughs) I'm sure she was giggling. (laughs) I did a lot of drugs back then. (laughs) I would have had to have walked away from the band. She said, oh, you would have had to take responsibility for your child, but instead you murdered your child so that you could keep doing drugs. Yeah, if anybody wants to argue with me that abortion uh, isn't used to prevent childbirth, here's a perfect example. If you truly want to take that stance, Uh, Nix explained that she believed her sacrifices or her sacrifice was wholly important. Okay. I can't take any more of her. Now, the next time um, Fleetwood Mac comes on the radio, I'll just say a prayer for her murdered son and change the station. Kirstie Alley, I mentioned her uh, earlier. Uh, she set Twitter on fire and immediately came came under attack from liberal celebrities uh, and I'm sure other liberal idiots for declaring I'm not or I'm voting for Trump because he's not a politician. Kirstie Alley came under attack on Twitter Saturday night after declaring I'm voting for Donald Trump. Uh, the Cheers actress, she, she's 69, shared her views on the presidential race, tweeting, I voted for him four years ago uh, for this reason and shall vote for him again for this reason. He gets things done quickly and uh, he will turn the economy around quickly. There you have it, folks. There you have it. But Ali, uh, who is a high-profile follower of the Church of Scientology, quickly faced backlash for her tweet. It had been shared more than 60,000 times and liked 204,000 times as of Sunday morning. Ali's name was soon trending on the site. 
Her views sparked a fierce reaction online from some, including director Judd Apatow, never heard of that clown, who tweeted, Shelley Long was way funnier than you. Not a chance, Judd. Not a chance. When Shelley Long left the show and Kirstie Alley came on, that's when the show gained traction. Because I'll be honest with you, nobody liked Shelley Long. She was annoying. She was an elitist. Oh, wait a minute. Now I get why Judd Apatow liked Shelley Long's character. She was playing him. Actress Patricia Arquette tweeted, well, my vote for Biden canceled yours out. No, 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 no. I have done my civic duty of the day. Okay, who cares? Anyway, we salute Kirstie Alley, not for the Church of Scientology, because that's a little whack, but because she's actually supporting the president. So congratulations, Kirstie Alley, and I hope uh, you find the truth about Jesus Christ and you run from the Church of Scientology. I wonder how much money you've spent over at that insane asylum. Anyway, it's time. It's time to end the show. I want to thank everybody uh, that's been listening here on YouTube. And uh, also, I want to thank all of my friends over at Good Talk Radio. Uh, Rob, big shout out to you, my friend. Um, that's all I got for the show. So uh, this show will air Monday on Good Talk Radio. And uh, we'll have new shows all week, Monday through Friday. That's at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 o'clock noon, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for tuning in. My name's John Smith. God bless.